how teaching kids to swim propelled her into a life of learning how to thrive instead of just survive. Janet Renner shares her victorious story of how she went from playing small and feeling invisible to becoming the life coach that she is today. You don't want to miss all the nuggets that she has to share. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Power of Investing in People podcast. I am your host, Shay Sparks. I have found the secret to transforming trauma into treasure. We start by choosing to invest in ourselves first, and then it overflows onto others. By sharing how we have overcome our obstacles, we ignite a tiny spark of hope, love, connection, and community in other people. And when we ignite that spark, the whole world lights up. And that's the power of investing in people. Just imagine what you could ignite when you invest in yourself first. A lifer best describes swim pro Janet Renner's commitment and passion for transforming non-swimming adults into comfortable swimmers using her fluid and insightful method. She combines 30 years of swim coaching and instructing with her training as an advanced certified fearless living coach and trainer to guide clients in conquering their fear of the water. Janet understands the angst adults bring to learning how to swim and has a distinct method to crack through the barriers. She has worked with thousands of non-swimming adults all over the world, all walks of life, and of all ages. Janet has been a swim coach most of her life, and along her journey, she came to Fearless Living, which helped her learn how to coach and conquer her own fears in and out of the water. Janet has gone from being the invisible girl to an author of her book, Learn to Swim, It's Never Too Late, Conquer Your Fear and Enjoy the Water, which can be purchased on Amazon and iBooks at learntoswimitsnevertoolate.com. Welcome to the Power End of Investing in People podcast. Today, my guest is the beautiful and inspiring Janet Renner. Thank you to, for being on the show, Janet. Thank you for inviting me, Shay. I really appreciate it. I'm honored, very honored to be a part of this. I'm excited that you're here because we met, what, in June of this year? And immediately, yeah. yeah, at the coaches retreat. That's right. And immediately started talking about our books and, you know, became best friends. And since then, yes. <laughs> been able to see you again at another workshop. So I'm just so thankful for you to be here. So thank you. Yeah, me too. Me too. I'm so grateful for our connection and yeah, just getting to know each other. And yeah, it's been awesome. Yes. Yeah. So, Janet, I always like to start off with asking, what does investing in people mean to you? What does investing in people mean to me? Wow, it's everything. Um, it's everything in the fact that what a difference that I have been gifted with, mm. and all of us have been gifted with, 
in order to support one another and becoming the best they can be. Mm. And I think back and go, wow, how could, what could I have, what would I have achieved differently, you know, when I was a kid and growing up, if I had had the kind of support that I offered to other people? Mm. Great question. Yeah. And what did you come up with? Um, what I came up with, well, what I am experiencing from investing in so many people with, and my investment comes through my own work and what I give to other people is how life-changing it is mm. and empowering it is. And it doesn't matter what issues they might have been you know, uh, what do you call it, like the name given to whatever their issues are, if they have, it doesn't matter because those can kind of take a background and not really be such a big presence when they feel supported, understood, heard, encouraged to move forward and not necessarily pulled along or pushed, thrust forward to do so. And instead it's like walking hand in hand and saying, I hear you. I get it. Mm. Let's try this. What do you think? Let's just break it down into a baby step. How does this feel? I know it's scary. But how does it feel Mm. now that you've done that baby step? What do you think? Can we, what do you think about trying another baby step? That, That is the next step forward and just like little baby building blocks and just being a cheerleader not just a cheerleader but also guiding Mm. yeah and sharing and and figuring out how to share in order for for it to click for them yeah every person is different definitely wow what a beautiful beautiful answer thank you for that and i i Love how in depth you got because you immediately got the whole reason why I started this podcast in the first place is because we have invested in ourselves and it then be- overflowed onto others and we started sharing, you know, our lessons learned and then that's how we became coaches into c- being able to coach them through our experiences. Exactly. And I think a foundational piece, like we go along, my experiences for myself has been, I went along, you know, I'm going along, I'm just trying to survive and be accepted and feel like I belong. And yet I never quite did. Yeah. I never, you know, I never felt quite good enough. And the more that I have been able to shift that within myself then the more I can be there for others and supporting them and sharing that, no, you're awesome how you are. And I am here with you on your journey, wherever you want to go. I will do my best to guide and support and ask the right questions and come up with the best analogies that might support you in and really accepting who you are, and with that comes great empowerment and power. Mm. So that's, yeah. And that's exactly what you do, too. Thank you. Yes. 
Yes, that's one of the many reasons we connected. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're just kindred spirits going along, and then we run into each other. <laughs> and watch out when we're together. <laughs> right, right. Absolutely. So I know that um, you talked about not feeling like you belong. So what obstacle have you overcome that showed you that investing in people is something that you wanted to do? Oh, um, that is an amazing question. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) My brain is like going, woo. Okay. So I was going along in life and I have always felt, you know, I haven't accepted myself. I've always felt like I haven't been belonged. I got to get smaller. I got to, you know, just, not ruffle feathers, not to not stand out. Mm-hmm. And incidences happened that I didn't understand why they happened um, as a kid, but it was like I didn't feel like I was standing out, but just my existence, even if I wasn't doing anything special, attracted people towards me that caused harm. Mm. It was like, okay, so that propelled me to get smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller and more stifled and more like Mm. in a straitjacket. Wow. And with very little confidence. And my saving grace, my safety zone, my area where no one could get me was in the water. Mm. And if ever someone wanted to get me, all I had to do was get in the water. Because I could swim away. I could outswim most anyone. Wow. And that was my saving grace. But you go along, you go along, and then you realize, uh, okay, pretty isolated here. <laughs> mm-hmm. And my, my, like my skills is interacting with people and just got really small. And I got more and more unhappy, and I think because my soul felt felt so isolated, like personally, like I could talk to people on the surface, like, you know, and interact, and I still can. It's like I walk up to a stranger, and it's like, uh, blah, 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 and they'll walk away going, oh, my God, we're best friends. It's like, uh, no, <laughs> we're not, but go ahead. I know, you feel that way. That's great. <laughs> and But... You know, I kept everyone at a distance, but I was doing that to myself, too. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I was dying inside. Mm. And I was like, I can't, I don't want to continue living like this. And I had an opportunity to work with kids, and I didn't want it, but they needed support. And so they came to me, it was coaching a swim team, and I'm like, oh, my God. And do more harm to these kids than good, because I, you know, this is just really painful for me. But, you know, they needed the support, and then I I volunteered for two months, and I remember saying, telling the kids, okay, I'm done. And I had the little kids hanging onto the wall, and they were, like, from the ages of 5 to 11 or 12. And they knew my last day. They're mm-hmm. holding on the walls, and they're looking up at me, and they're going, you're not going to leave us, are you? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, uh, well, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, why do you want me to stay? Because I'm too easy. You know, your other coach is coming back, your real coach. 
understand. They're like, we're learning from you. Wow. I was like, oh, crap. So that, but what a gift. Yeah. Because, wow, I have always tried to stay away from kids, you know? Yeah. Prior to that, I had stayed away from people in a social, like, getting to know them. And yet, wow, you have these kids doing this. It's like, okay. So I really wanted to create an environment for the kids where they truly felt accepted, supported, cared about, heard, understood, whether it be around water or whatever. And that's what got me started on this journey. And, you know, the more involved I was, the more I realized, wow, I want I need more skills mm. to really support them. And that set me out off on this path with becoming life coach. And um, it was more for them. <laughs> but, you know, along the way, you end up having to do your own work because really you can't coach anyone until you do your own work. So, um, and I'm very grateful for that because that has made, the universe has given to me the more work I've done, it has demonstrated that I'm on my right path mm. because people just come to me and I don't, I don't seek out people to work with. They just come. Yeah. They reach to me. And it's like, for me, I truly believe that is how it's meant to be for me. Uh, I agree with you. It's, it's when you're in alignment. Yes. Yeah. You're in alignment of who you were designed to be. Yeah. It just flows easily. Yeah. 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 Exactly. So what age were you when you started working with kids? Um, the first time, I was like 25, and it was like torture. Mm. 23 to 25, I think. And then I took a hiatus. And it was like always people needed help. Coaches needed help. And so it's like, no, 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 no. It's like, okay, fine, fine. So when it felt like begging, it's like, how do you say no? <laughs> and um, so I then I think I coached probably again for like three more years until I was in my early 30s. And then I took a break, and then I think it was actually late 30s when this whole swim team thing came up, and it was like, oh, my God. And, um, yeah, um, from there, it's just been a process, ever-evolving, ever-changing. I no longer have a swim team, Mm -hmm. and I'm really grateful for that because I know that what I have to offer the, the, the people I'm meant to support are struggling more than the, the kids that were on this one team. Wow. You know, it's like just to be able to get onto or want to like the water. Right. Want to feel safe. Want to feel support. You know, just to get there. I, most of the people, a lot of the people I work with have had traumatic experiences. And I don't care. I start with kids as young as three. Mm and all the way through senior citizens and 
it doesn't matter how old they are. If they've had some sort of experience that has impacted them and made them feel unsafe, not good enough, unable to, whatever it is, um, I, I'm blessed to be able to provide a way to work through that. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. When did you start swimming? Uh, competitively when I was 12. So, uh, I learned to swim, uh, I think I was like three or something. Wow. So, yeah, but it was more like, mom, I don't need a weight belt. (laughs) Take it off. She's like, no, you can't swim. It's like, no, I can't. I'll show you. So she took it off and I swam across the pool. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. I was pretty fortunate that way where. I just was comfortable from the get go. That's it was nice. That's that's amazing. What an amazing yeah. story! Yeah, yeah, it is. It is amazing because not uh, you know some people are like that, and but the majority are not. Right, right. And you just went in, and you either sink or swim, and you just swam. <laughs> I just swam, but but like as a swimmer. Like, I think I've developed a sensitivity to working with people in their fear around this. Mm. Because as a swimmer myself, like born and raised, or raised, or I wasn't raised as a swimmer. I raised myself as a swimmer. Right. (laughs) No one wanted me to do it. They thought I was goofy. They were like, anyway. um, And I worked really, 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 really hard. To become a swimmer, and I was not good as a kid. I was really bad, actually. <laughs> and like, you know, you join high school swim team, and I swam all year round, like club swimming. And the kids that only swam swim team or swim team in high school, like, didn't swim year round. They all beat me. Wow! Like, I was not good. Like, they would qualify for states. I never qualified huh. ever. Yeah. So, you know, I, I've worked really, really, really hard to get where I am. And at a pivotal point, like I started like the life coach program, you know, whatever, 13 years ago or something like that. Mm. But in 2014, so five years ago, just or six years ago, whatever that is, mm-hmm. I had a bad bicycle accident. Mm. And so I couldn't swim. And when I could finally go back into the water, it was fascinating because I had to start with like barely moving forward because I couldn't use my arm. Mm -hmm. And in that experience, I got even more aware of how to use the water in order to move me forward more delicately. Like, I don't have to work so hard. Mm. Or with it, rather than, you know, trying to push, push, push to get there. Which I think, so, that has been huge for me, because I think, as a, as society in general, we're always about achieve, 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 push, 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 grab, 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 blah, blah, blah. And what I have learned is, And how I work with people is like, um, no, back off. Like, just be, feel feel how you float in the water. Just feel how the water will support you the more you relax into it. Mm. And feel how little you have to do in order to move forward. And feel how 
wonderful that feels, <laughs> like less stressful mm-hmm. when we just kind of slow down and be mm-hmm. with where we're at in order to get where we want to go. And that is parallels life, right? Absolutely. It's just what I was yeah. thinking. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, that when my bike accident, like I'm someone who believes everything happens for a reason, no matter what it is. Mm-hmm. Right. And so for me, the bike accident is pretty severe and, um, a long road to recovery, but, um, I, it was such a gift because it just height brought to a whole new level. Mm that way of slowing down and being present yeah, and feeling my way through rather than push, 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 go, 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 try really hard. Wow. Yeah. For me, what I'm hearing when you talk about that is how we try to control the outcome, right? We try to just push through barriers that maybe we're not even supposed to push through. And so when you relax in or like relax into the water, we just allow the water to carry us our, our own self, because it might not carry someone else that way, but it carries us that way, you know, that one person that way. That's wow. Yeah. That's definitely parallel with life. And those barriers are so much self created by self. Yes, definitely. Because of how we're being. Yes. Yes. Which brings me to, I loved how you talked about before when you had created this like very small space where you were, um, you know, trying to just be like in a straight jacket, like you said, Mm -hmm. I did the opposite. Well, I did something similar. I shouldn't say the opposite. I did something similar. I built myself a wall so high that it was like the um, tower in the castle with even the moat around it is what I call it. Uh-huh. And so uh-huh. what I realized is I was isolating myself thinking that I was keeping all of the bad people, bad things out. And I was also keeping all the good things out mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so for me, I had to learn that it was okay to be vulnerable that it was okay to let that wall down, to let that guard down, and to let people in. And so when was a time that you were vulnerable with another person and that actually led to giving you confidence? Oh, there's a number of things I could do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to figure, like, okay, which would be uh, best here? For on my own personal journey, there's been quite a few, but one that has really propelled me where I felt stuck mm-hmm. and I actually felt like I was emotionally slipping getting into a darker place again even though I'd done all this work and I ended up um, um, meeting you know it's like people come into your world at exactly the right time yes and I ended up meeting another coach and started working with her and it was very different than how I was trained. And yet, so for me, having the confidence to go outside of what was normal right, 
and take that risk of doing something that is so not my normal way of doing things has been life transforming Mm. and more vulnerable than I've ever experienced within myself. Yeah. Let alone sharing that with another person. And then, but in that, that's where for me, I had my breakthrough and truly accepting me and understanding that, you know, whatever my luggage is, it's not really bad luggage. Right. Like, it's part of me, so let's love it and appreciate every little article that comes out of my luggage that I've been dragging with me my whole life. Wow. And no, I don't want to throw it away. Because I can use that and am using that Mm -hmm. to serve and support others. So that was like really about embracing myself, Mm -hmm. my journey, where I'm at now, wherever I end up going, and stepping into myself fuller and not being ashamed, not being afraid of other people's thoughts or feelings or whatever. Just going, you know what, this is me, and it's okay if... I irritate you or you love me. Either way, it's all okay. So, um, and that, yeah, that's been in the last, like, three years. Wow. Um, that has, like, the trajectory has, once I did that, once I began that work, that trajectory has just shot me off and it, like a cannon, and it allowed me to finish finally writing my book after working on it for um, five years. Mm. And it allowed me to, it got me to the place to be able to finish writing my book, like where I had the confidence to do it. And just because that's super vulnerable, putting your piece of work out there, it's like, oh, crap. And yet I'm just like, you know what? This is just me and my method and my style and people will either like it or not like it and I know this is something I want to do and I need to do and I'm meant to do so here it is and I couldn't have done that without becoming more vulnerable with myself and it was vulnerable to shift from a familiar zone style of coaching to something completely opposite but it was for me exactly what I needed so and that just kind of changed everything with I think the direction with which I'm going yes I love that you really took a step out of your comfort zone and what you've already known to, to really kind of explore what is it that you don't know and by using another coach you were able to really unlock even a deeper acceptance of who you are and where you're going and and what you've been through Almost uh, maybe did you forgive yourself a little bit more than you had in the past? Did I forgive myself? Um, I, I, I mean, did I literally forgive myself going through that? No, I didn't. I mean, but in a way, yes, it is. Yeah. Because you can't, it, because I needed to just shift from despising and hating. Right who I was 
And I also moved through it understanding why mm. and what got me there. Right. And and do I am I disappointing myself for doing that or whatever? No, not at all. Because I wouldn't be where I am today without having done it. Right. So for me, forgiveness of that. No, I don't need to forgive. I'm actually very grateful. Mm. I'm very grateful for going through the experiences that I have and navigating my way through, even if it felt like I hit up against a wall or went to a dark place or whatever. It's like, that's what I needed to do in order to get on my path and embrace it. Yeah. Embrace me. I love it. And and yeah. and I just want to embrace you right now and give you a hug because <laughs> <laughs> we've we've just shared so much over the last just few months and yeah. I I feel it I just feel how giving and generous you are with so many people so I can't imagine the how much you have just been opened up to be able to do that so. I'm glad you've embraced it. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. So I, I know that, like we said before, we've, we've, we've always are stepping out of our comfort zone and you're embracing something new. So when was the last time you did something for the first time? Okay, this was scary. Because I'm kind of a physical person. And um, I went rock climbing. Someone gave me a gift to go rock climbing for the first time. Now, the backstory on this is one of my cousins is a pretty famous mountain climber, rock climber, and has been doing it his whole life, like, you know, for 45 years. Wow. And still trains and guides and travels all over the world, blah, blah, blah. And he has always said, Janet, you have to go rock climbing, him and his wife. We got to take, you got to come with us, blah, blah, blah. For decades, they've been telling, and I've never done it. And so then someone gave me this gift and surprised me with rock climbing for a day on my birthday, which I was so taken aback. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, being the athlete, oh, yeah, I got this. No problem. And, you know, the bravado, right? And literally inside, I'm going, holy shit. <laughs> I think I'm a little nervous. Never mind. Don't forget about that. You can do this. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So we get to our first little climb, and the guy was our our guide was like he just hooked us up and said, "Okay, climb up it." It's like that's it. You just tell us climb up it. Like no instruction. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, just go." So my friend went first. And and that was my turn, and I went up that thing so freaking fast. Wow. I didn't, I wasn't even present. Wow. I just did that athlete thing, get the job done. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I, I mean, like, I, you know, I got up to the top, and there's this little rock overhanging, and I stood up, and my lip hit the rock, so I cut my lip. Oh. <laughs> it came down bleeding, but that's how unconscious I was, and it was more like, I can survive. It was pure mm. survival and just get it done. Mm. And how much do we go through life like that? Yes. Get the job done. Yes. I can survive this day. And so I um, I came back down and my friend and the instructor both called me on it. 
Wow. Well, good. They, they were, were like, very aware then. Yeah, they were very well. And, and they were like, okay, you got to get present. And the only way you can get present is you got to slow down. You got to plan. You got to look around. You got to plan your route. You don't just scurry up. And I'm like, oh, I can do that. Holy shit, I got to slow down. I got to get present. Are you kidding me? Oh, yeah, I can do that. But I don't want it. <laughs> so it's, if I slow down, it's scarier. Mm-hmm. If I get present, it's scarier. So we ended up doing six climbs throughout the day. Hmm. Each climb got freaking scarier and scarier and scarier. And we did, wow. we did six climbs, three different climbs. Each of those three got harder and harder mm-hmm. and longer and longer. Oh, my God. By the, <laughs> by the last climb, I was practically crying. And they could see me shaking. Just my whole body was shaking because I was really trying to be deliberate and plan and feel and see. And and I really got in touch with how freaking scared and vulnerable, even though nothing was going to happen, but vulnerable I felt. Yeah. I didn't like that because I don't do that. Like, I don't do that very often. Hmm. Not like that. And that was so powerful because you know we're certified fearless living coaches right well you right it's like okay let's face our fears and mine I get more in touch when I mean yes on an emotional level absolutely but for me being a physical person to have that physical experience it was like wow wow it was amazing yeah. I, I yeah. thank you so much for sharing that story. When we saw each other in October, we went zip lining. And I had a similar experience actually. I as 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 we know, so I'll explain for our audience, we had to walk, go up a ladder halfway up a telephone pole and then we had to use rungs the other half. And the ladder, I was like, no problem, let's go. And I just was focused on it. And then I saw the rungs, and I was like, okay, I just have to move around and position myself. It never crossed my mind that I was tethered to another person. Like, I had forgotten that I had support, right? So how often do we forget we have support in life? Yeah. And then when we got, when I got to the top, Um, There was almost like a really big step where you had to like swing your leg over to get to stand up. And I just wanted to take in the moment and just get present with what I had just climbed and get prepared for what the next step was. And I started to look around and take a deep breath, like, wow, I did this. This is amazing. And the fear started to bubble up. And I'm like, okay, go. (laughs) Before I change my mind, just go. (laughs) And and then when I was on the top, I I did make myself stand there and just soak it in and soak in the view and the colors of the leaves because it was fall. It was just absolutely stunning and breathtaking. And then the question was, okay, now am I going to have support 
going across. Now, is this really going to hold me? Is this really, am I really, can I really do this? And once I let go, it was so freeing. And so I completely relate how as the more you go, that you got scared because that automatic pilot that we are on so many times, you don't, you got blinders on. You don't think about what else is going on. You're just focused, which on one hand is great, but on the other hand, you're like you said, you're not present. You're not soaking in. You're not feeling the, the feelings that are happening in the moment. So I love that you were able to do it six different times and really just enjoy it. Yeah. It's like we, we get so focused in on surviving yeah. versus thriving. Yes. So funny, because I was with you at that <laughs> thing, right? Yeah. And um, I was volunteered to be the first one. <laughs> and of course, I'm like, yeah, sure, no problem. And I had to demonstrate, right? So first job, I remember I didn't, you know, I didn't think. So it's so funny. I love that you shared your story because our stories are very similar uh-huh. in that. I, I looked at this ladder going up this telephone, telephone pole. I'm like, yeah, I can do the ladder. And then I get go up the ladder, and then I see these little whatever hooks in the thing. And <laughs> right. it's like, in the telephone pole, it's like, oh. And so at first they started good, and then how they were positioned on the pole for me was really awkward. Yes, yes. And it, it was like, uh, okay, okay, wait, I, I'm leader. People are watching me. Okay, I got to keep going, <laughs> stay focused. Shit, but this is uncomfortable. And then you get to the platform, you got to swing yourself up there, which yeah. was completely awkward. Right. And I'm like, holy crap, everyone's down there, and I got to figure out how to do this and make it, like, not show my fear. It's like, and that was crapping in my pants. Wow. And I get up there, and then you stand on top on this teeny platform. I had... Until you just said that we were connected with that gal that was on top, I don't remember that. Yeah. I totally don't remember that. Right. And I, because I had a job to do. Exactly. So I get up there and then I'm standing up there going, oh my God, the whole telephone pole is shaking. Yeah. And And then it's like, oh my God, and everyone's looking down up at me from down below and I gotta hold my shit together here. And. I was just shaking like a leaf. And then I'm like, don't worry, you've done zip lines before. This is no problem. You can do this. And I go and I take off and I'm like trying to be all this casual about it. And then I see the landing and I'm like, there's someone took pictures <laughs> and sent them to me. And the expression on my face, you think I'm joking? I was terrified. How am I going to land and not hit my butt mm. or my back mm-hmm. on the and I was like kind of freaking out so those were not like joking around photos that was me in freak out mode going "Ah!" (laughs) oh my god and then it was like okay someone had come up to me aren't you gonna do it again Jen I'm like oh yeah sure right and luckily I got someone else to go so I didn't have to do it again and it was so funny because there were there were just touching upon those fears yeah. But even though I had done it, it's like, oh my god, if I have to do it a second time, I'm gonna have to like be more present. Right. So I got to avoid it that time. 
but three weeks later was the rock climbing, so it came back and bit me in the butt. <laughs> Six times. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So the moral of the story is don't avoid your fears, be very present, face them. And they won't come back six times. Right. And just know that in facing them, it's not about surviving. No. It's about we actually thrive more. Yes. Because look at your experience, how you described it. It's like you could see, you know, the trees. You can Mm. feel yourself. You can look around and notice the support you have. And that is how we thrive. Right. Not doing it how I do it. <laughs> or did it. Right? Yeah. It's like, wow. But even though I, this, you know, I'm trained and life coach and doing all this, it comes up all the time. Absolutely. Absolutely it does. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what realm it's in, emotional, physical, whatever, uh-huh. relationship, whatever. We're yeah. all human. And we're all here to support each other. Yeah. And moving ahead yes with and i like to say with more grace and ease oh for sure for sure versus thrashing around yes so the zip line when i'm standing there and ready to step off they said either bend your knees or just step off and i'm thinking i can't just step off and so i bent my knees and as we start i started to go i literally got I, I never crossed my mind that I wasn't going to make it across. I knew at that point that, oh, this is just, a, this is a breeze. And I think, I, well, I did. I let go of one hand and I'm literally like now spinning around and I came in landing backwards. Oh, that's right. That's <laughs> Lost <right>. a shoe. <laughs> and, oh. and yet it was just to me, it's like, well, that's my crash landing. And yet it was okay. Yeah. It was yeah. okay. It was, yeah. and it, uh, my fear was, am I going to get hurt? And truthfully, now listening to your experience, I think I, I handled it better going backwards yeah. than forwards. It was probably yeah. a better landing for me. So. Yeah. And it's like, and, and it's like, you went with it. <laughs> yeah. And at some point you just kind of give it up. Yeah. To what's going and roll with it. Then we're okay. Yes. And when you talk about the the difference between surviving and thriving, which is not spoken about enough, I spent my whole 34 year, first 34 years surviving. Mm -hmm. And then I spent a couple of years trying to figure out how to thrive. Like, okay, what is this I need to do? And I would have been a practitioner of stepping out of my comfort zone, doing all kinds of crazy things and um, nothing like zip lighting or rock climbing, but definitely things that were emotionally scary. And I think thriving is giving up control of where you're heading is probably the biggest lesson I have learned through everything. And just let, let go of perfection. Yes. How it has to be. Absolutely. Absolutely. And just let it go. Yeah. Let it go. Let go. Let it go. And yeah. it'll fall into place where it's supposed to. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. Wow. Love that great story. Great stories. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, Janet, 
You have an amazing book that you've written, and you are a swim coach as well as a life coach. So what do you want to be remembered for? What is your legacy? My legacy is, I think, helping, for me, jumping into life and knowing that you're in the flow. Mm-hmm. But years ago, and you can stop me if it gets too woo-woo, but years ago, I did. I wrote this poem. It just kind of came out, and it's called The River of Fly. It's, you know, one word coaches, right? But it applies yeah. in life. And it's basically, you know, we're all like droplets of water in a river. You know, we start, we fall from the sky, we land in the river, and the river meanders and flows, and sometimes it's rapid, sometimes we get stuck in an eddy, sometimes, you know, we're poured out onto the banks, and then eventually the water rises, and we're poured back in, and it's like, that's life, yeah. right? And we, and we just kind of, just trust you're in your river, and the end point is opening up into this huge body of water. Hmm. Right, but how we get there? How do you want to be? Do you want to get stuck in the eddy? You know what? You don't even have. When you're in an eddy, you don't have to work that hard. Like you don't have to try and struggle to get out because you know what? The eddy will suck you down, and then once it's got you down, it releases you and you come back up to the surface. Wow! And you keep moving forward. So even when you feel like, oh crap. Life isn't going the way I want it to. It's such a, I, I'm drowning. It's like, chill out. Because, no, you're actually being supported right now. And the reason you feel like you're drowning is because you are creating that through the thrashing and the fear and the angst that we all have. Mm. And it's the same in water. Yeah. You know, it's like if you go into water and you panic, that's when you get into trouble. Mm. If you relax, regardless, even if you're choking on water, if you relax, put your face in the water, cough and work. Come up, grab a breath, put your face in the water, cough some more. And you'll be able to clear that easier by putting your face in versus trying to hold it above. Mm. So it's like when shit hits the fan, put your face in it. Let it get all over. Feel it. Come up, take a little breath, put it right back in. Yeah. Because eventually you'll be clear of it. Mm. So that's my legacy. Oh, I love it. I love I it. Love. Narrowed it down into five words or anything. I, no, it's it's beautiful. <laughs> it's it's yeah, it's beautiful. Thank you. So where can people connect with you? Your social media platforms, website, yeah. where to get your book, all of that. Mm-hmm. Um Easiest place to connect with me is through my websites. I have two, JanetRenner.com or SwimProJanet.com. I'm on Facebook um, under Janet Renner and also under SwimProJanet. I'm on Instagram under, I forget. (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, I'm out there. Easiest is uh, my websites and Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn. Twitter, you know, all of those. My book, you can get on Kindle. You just go to Amazon, put in my name, Janet Renner, and it'll pop up. And it's also available on iBooks. And um, reach out. You can go onto iBooks and put out my name. 
And every now and then I have free copies. Mm. So if you reach out to me and email me saying, I'm interested in your book, am I reaching out to you quick enough in order to get a free copy? And if you're lucky enough, I'll send you a free copy. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And, and tell us the title of your book. Learn to Swim. It's Never Too Late. Conquer your fear and enjoy the water. But really just put in learn to swim. It's never too late. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. And is there a place to um, email you on your website? Or do you want to give your email to? My email is Janet at swimprojanet.com or Janet at JanetRenner.com. So either way. And if you heard about me from this podcast, when you email me, let me know. Because I will set aside so many books for view or not viewers, listeners of this podcast. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So it is swim with Janet pro swim pro Janet swim pro Janet.com. And you can um, email her and let her know that you heard you are a uh, power of investing in people listener and she will set aside a book for you awesome yes well janet it has been an honor and a pleasure to have you and i love our conversation and so i always leave with this question what phrase scripture or mantra are you living by right now embracing life with grace and ease oh that's nice i like that yeah yeah And you are doing that, my friend. I'm doing my best I can. (laughs) Yes, definitely. Yeah, thank you. Oh, well, thank you for being here. It's been so much fun, like it always is. Yes, it is. Yes, it has been. And I look forward to the next time. Are you looking for an inspiring and energetic speaker or host for your special event? Do you wish to have more confidence, more love, and more accepting of yourself? And you're curious about how to work with me one-on-one? Or are you looking for a brainstorming and visionary consultant on how to grow your business? When your answer is yes then I invite you to send me an email at heyshay at shaysparks.com. That's H-E-Y-S-H-A at S-H-A-S-P-A-R-K-S dot com. Looking forward to hearing from you. show and it's people like you that make this show possible so we hope that you know you are appreciated don't forget to subscribe comment and share this podcast and when you want to continue the fun and conversation join my official community on the Shay Sparks Facebook page that's S-H-A-S-P-A-R-K-S on Facebook looking forward to connecting with you May your day be filled with the sparks of hope, 
that invites you to invest in yourself and the people around you. Why, you may ask? Because you are worth it.